The George Real Estate Group Radio Broadcast is celebrating 10 years on WHKP. The George Real Estate Group is celebrating 10 years on the radio live every Thursday morning at 10.05 on WHKP 107.7 FM and AM 1450 and streaming online at WHKP.com. Each Friday morning at 8.45, the George Real Estate Group presents the Hometown Hero Award to someone in our community who goes above and beyond to make our hometown a better place to live. Here's this week's Hometown Hero Show. Every Friday morning about this time of the day, we salute another George Real Estate Group Hometown Hero, and today is no exception. We are honored to have henderson county commissioner daniel andriata in the house and uh, noah we're going to chat with him about the county's business but let's first talk about the real estate business well and again it is an honor to sponsor the hometown hero series every friday morning and uh again as you said no exception today and we're thankful to have daniel here with us and uh a chance to share about what he the, the impact he does on the on, with this community it's incredible and we're thankful to have him here um yeah the real estate market's absolutely incredible i mean the, the words you hear people saying it's a frenzy it's uh i mean just last week uh one of the listings at the george real estate group had 11 offers within the first 48 offers on uh on the market I mean, the inventory levels are low. Demand is high. I mean, the average sing- single-family home price in Henderson County is over $425,000. Um, and right now, there's only 110, 112 active single-family homes in the market. Um, and so, again, it's a it's a unique market we're in. I mean, there's a perception that nothing's available, but how can you have record sales if if there's nothing available. So the thing is, homes hit the market. They're selling quicker than ever before. But um, last year was uh, one of the best years in 15 years ever uh, for record sales uh, in here locally and also across the country. The uh, uh, interest rate situation is is uh, a little... They're going up. A little volatile. I mean, they're, they're yeah, going yeah, up. I yeah. mean, not, not to, um, I don't want to speculate too much, but, I mean, but we remember what happened 40 years ago with inflation and how they had to use, the federal government had to use interest rates to help curb inflation. You know, th- there's a lot of conversations going on with, with that. But, I mean, interest rates have been slightly going up, but it's still... It's still phenomenal. I mean, it it's is. historically low. And so that's the that's what's allowing people. It's still affordable. It feels uh, it seems counterintuitive, but even though prices are at an all time high with these historically low interest rates, albeit slightly higher than they were you know a month ago, it's still from an affordability index. If you go back to 2007, uh, it was about 34% of people's income uh, was used to buy an average home based on the average interest rate back in 2007. Last year, it was only 25% of your income. I mean, well, right now it's only 25% of your income. So again, you know, okay, if you're going to buy you. with yeah. these interest rates, it's even though the prices are high, you know, and at some point interest rates will go up and prices will go down. But ironically, is your payment could be less today. Then is then if then even when prices go down, but if interest rates go up, so it's it's fascinating uh, yeah, right now. It really is. Can you still lock in on a four percent? Yeah, absolutely. I, okay. I even heard some people still getting in the threes. I mean, like it's still possible. Okay. And, um, you know, at the George Real Estate Group, we had the experience of helping over twelve hundred families throughout the years. Last year alone, we helped over a hundred families with buying and selling. So, if you're thinking about selling, thinking about buying, we'd love to interview for the job. There's no pressure. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Uh, and you can give us a call at eight two eight three nine three zero one three four eight two eight three nine three zero one three four. 
Hey, Noah, help me uh, welcome Henderson County Commissioner Daniel Andriotta. Daniel, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, sir, and uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. Come be with us this morning and talk a little bit about what you do. What is uh, what is being a Henderson County Commissioner all about? Tell us. So um, summarized, um, we say it this way, we, we do the people's business. Um, Henderson County is a great county. You know, we've got 120-plus thousand population. A lot of people don't realize we have that many folks who live here, although they would believe it because the roads are lined up with people trying to come here, not people trying to get out of here, as we all know. So we basically um, see to it that um, the county's or the county taxpayer's money is managed wisely, that the services are quality, that money's not wasted, and that the citizens can enjoy a day-to-day good quality of life. How uh, how did you get involved, and uh, tell us why you uh, have an interest in being a commissioner? Sure. So um, I have kind of always been a little bit of a, or maybe a big bit of a news and politics uh, junkie, if you will. Um, I still do, but I sat on the executive committee for the Henderson County GOP for several years, and uh, kind of came about as a result of a sad event. Um, one of my dear friends, we were friends a long time, Charlie Messer, who was a county commissioner for decades, plural, in this county, um, passed away a little bit unexpectedly. And so when that happens, there has to be an appointment vote by that committee to uh, to fill that seat because it's at the local level. And so um, I won that appointment vote. And then um, shortly thereafter, as the timing would have it, uh, his term was up for re-election. So I was appointed. And when I was sworn in, 89 days later was the election in which he would have been on the ballot. So hence, I was on the ballot. So in about 94, 95 days, I was sworn in twice. <laughs> wow. Well, and, and you speak about uh, Charlie Messer. What an incredible uh, person. And and, oh. and just and he sat in that very same seat as our hometown hero. And it's uh, uh, and we're thankful to have you here, too. But, I mean, what an influence he had and in, in all of us. He did. Uh, he was he was he was your neighbor, your friend. And uh, I, I I am sure that I could not fill his shoes, but I will sure try to bring uh, some quality to the seat that he certainly uh, served honorably in. Absolutely. Let's back up. Where are you from originally? I am a Henderson County native. I started here. I stayed here. You're a unicorn. I mean, you're a native. That's, That's right. Now, I know we're on the radio. <laughs> Folks always want to know what a native looks like. Um, but uh, yeah, stayed here, born here, raised here, raised my children here. Um, so That's amazing. This is home. What's the what's the day job, Daniel? What do you do? Uh, when so, you, yeah. um, as we often say, when we're not shaking babies and kissing hands, right. uh, we do have real jobs. Um, I have my own financial services practice, uh, so we help folks with things like um, a saving, retirement planning. Um, you know, the, combined with the partnerships we have, we can help them with their uh, investments. We do a lot of insurance work. Um, I always say that no one ever woke up on their 70th birthday and, and said to themselves, wow, where'd all this retirement savings come from? How'd I get so lucky? So uh, as soon as possible in life, we like to see people become intentional and stay committed. And we would love to help anyone on that journey. Well, uh, back to the county's business, I understand that uh uh, expanding broadband internet uh, access is one of the uh, big projects you guys have going on. 
It is. Um, it can be challenging because when you talk about broadband and internet service, you're talking about a, a private industry. In other words, private companies are in that industry. The county would not be a provider of that service. And so, as you know, in the business world, industries go where the market is. They go where they think they can get a return on their investment. And so it's super challenging in the rural areas where the population is not dense, but those people have needs and, and, and public safety is a factor. You know, you want your fire and your EMS to be able to communicate wherever they are. If they're doing a search for a lost person in some remote area, et cetera. In fact, it's even more critical then. This, uh, I think the spotlight really got shined on this more with the students being at home, uh, the school right. students during COVID. So just this week, uh, two days ago in our mid-month meeting on Wednesday, um, we have somewhat of a task force that we have formed, and um, we're going to try to bring the companies who provide internet uh, and broadband, including cellular. We feel like that's got to be a key a key part as well. Try to bring them together in a meeting, and the public will be invited. We'll announce it. You know, we do the people's business, and we do it in front of the people. And so uh, we'll announce that meeting. We will invite them to come and give input, and hopefully we can encourage them uh, maybe the county commissioners would play a role if we can maybe do some incentivizing for these companies. We'd be glad to help. Sometimes there are state grant monies that these companies can apply for and uh, that will help them get the uh, broadband and Internet service to the more rural areas. We'd like to see that happen. We, and to your point, I mean, it, it was it was highlighted so much when the children had to work from uh, do school from home and whatnot. You also mentioned and again, we appreciate the transparency. And again, you're working for the people, you know, working with the people. What would you say to the people to get involved? I mean, like, I mean, you want the their input. You want I mean, come out right to these meetings. Absolutely. Um we we don't do anything well we there's very few reasons we can meet in closed session um you know personnel matters things like that consult with the county attorney beyond that we do the business in front of the people so we meet twice a month regularly we meet the first monday evening at 5:30 p.m. we meet the third wednesday morning at 9:30 a.m. Our meetings are held in the beautiful historic courthouse downtown Maine. That's worth coming just to see the building. <laughs> it is. Uh, upstairs is our meeting room. It's, it's free. It's open to the public. And I have said many times that, um, you know, school board, city council, commissioners, whatever it might be, especially at the local level, Man, when they're meeting and conducting business, there ought to be standing room only because uh, it affects everybody. It does. And I will tell you that I'm a strong believer in what is done locally gets more into your daily life than, say, Raleigh or even Washington, D.C. Now, they can make life difficult, and sometimes they do. But what we do here locally is what you live with. If we build something, you have to drive by it you know, whatever it might be. So, um, so get involved, be a part of the process, ask your questions. I love to hear from citizens. Um, you know, if it's a, if it's something they're unhappy with, if maybe if you don't tell us, we don't know, maybe there's a problem or an issue that we're not aware of. So, um, we are representatives of the folks. What are your, uh, the, as speaking as the board, what, what are your challenges? What uh, what are you guys dealing with now? So an, a uh, periodic challenge is uh, for any, I hate to use the word governing because we're not governing anyone, we're serving, but uh, for any uh, anyone in local or public government is when you have a topic or an issue that's being discussed and you have a large group of people that are really passionately for it and you have, for whatever reason, and you have a large group of people who are really passionately against it, that's a challenge. You want to navigate that. We're here to serve and do whatever's best. Uh, we're not always going to make everyone happy. 
Uh, I know as far as I'm concerned, and certainly the other four commit, there's five, uh, the other four commissioners, uh, we do what we do with integrity and with the best of intentions to serve the citizens now and in the future going forward. Um, you know, we are elected uh, as an individual, but we work and perform and we function as a body, as a board. And so um, we have a great board. There are great folks there. They all bring their areas of experience and expertise. And uh, I learn from all of them every time we're together. Uh, so that's probably one of the biggest challenges is, um, especially in a rapid growth area like we're having. Uh, I get a lot of emails and phone calls asking me what I can do to, to stop the growth, you know. And, of course, we can't just put a gate up at the county line. And uh, then we get a lot of uh, calls and emails about what we can do to grow in different ways, you know, to have something here that folks maybe have to drive a distance to have and enjoy. So it's always a challenge. It's always interesting. What, uh, in our final couple of minutes here, tell us about your family, Daniel, uh, about who they are, and I understand you have a daughter that's uh, jumping into the political ring, too. Uh, somewhat. So I have three grown children, and I have grandchild number eight on the way. Uh, my wife also is a native, so um, we're, we're local folks. My kids went to Henderson County Public School, um, and uh, my daughter is uh, not so much desirous to jump into the uh, political theater, but uh, she's a mom, a registered nurse, and uh, she's running for school board. And so a lot of parents have, uh, you know, of late become more, a lot of really, quite frankly, the public has become more focused and aware of what may be happening in the school system. And that's supposed to be a good thing, like I said earlier. You know, the public needs to know what we're doing. They need to know what everybody's doing. Um, and so um, she is, uh, you know, stepping up to serve. Uh, she feels that um, the school board is well represented when parents, local school, school students are there. Uh, now, the school board is an interesting race. Most people know this, but it's what we call nonpartisan. Yeah, so there's no party attachment or affiliation. So there won't be a primary uh, doesn't matter how many candidates are running, they'll all be on the ballot. And uh, if folks tend to vote along party lines, you're going to have to do a little more homework in advance to research. Uh, her name is Alyssa Norman, but to research the candidates and know them by name. Daniel, we're out of time. We've got some presents and uh, a certificate and some goodies for you. And we thank you so much for coming in to be our George Real Estate Group hometown hero this week. Thank you so much, and thank you, Henderson County, for being the best place on earth. The George Real Estate Group is located in Flat Rock, North Carolina, near Hendersonville in Henderson County. You can find them online at realestatebygreg.com. The George Real Estate Group can be reached at 828-393-0134 or stop by their office at 2720 Greenville Highway, Flat Rock, North Carolina. Tune in live each week on Thursdays at 10.05 a.m. on WHKP 107.7 FM and 14.50 a.m. or stream online at whkp.com or download these podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. The George Real Estate Group brings you the WHKP Hometown Hero Series every Friday morning at 8.45. Hello, my name's Lucy Muldrudge, and my dad and grandfather start the George Real Estate Group. And if you need help selling your house, call 828-393-0134. For no pressure, no cost, no obligation, consultation, find out what your home is worth today. Visit us online 
at realestatebygreg.com and come by our office in Flat Rock. My dad has sold almost 1,200 homes. Give us a call today at 828-393-0134. My dad and my grandfather are the best, and I know you will be happy. Call the George Real Estate Group today. Check out their very intuitive website anytime you're in cyberspace, www.realestatebygreg.com.